0: Golden Deer Productions. Golden. De- oh, oh, wait, was that not it? enter just if you, you had to enter.
1: And the double clap signifies the start of an episode. And before we begin, everybody, relax. <laughs> this is Connor Hallway of the Golden Hours podcast. And listen, if you by chance get any sort of value from this episode, whether you laugh, you cry, you're entertained, or you learn something, dude, just share it with a friend. And if you don't have friends, you shouldn't be. Listening to
0: podcasts. You
1: should make some friends. And who's in the building today producing, ready to go?
0: Hey, what's up? It's Sarah Slugs, and I'm here for another episode.
1: I'm pumped to have you, Slugs. I'm excited to be here. And listen, also before I introduce my guest today, Slugs landed her first guest. She reached out. She was persistent. And I'm very proud of you, man.
0: awesome (laughs) good job slugs thank you (laughs) it's sales
1: i mean you know sales sales is tough especially when you're starting out
0: yeah no it it certainly is there's no question about it
1: and so this is kind of reunion episode for us one of my favorite episodes still we've ever run was the (laughs) massachusetts pirates episode this time last year because they came up with the trifecta it was jawad it was demetrius mcneil and it was thomas and I was like, these guys are ready for the season, man. And we were in for like two hours, bro. Yeah,
0: yeah, things got out of hand. It was great. It was great. A good time, though. It was, it was awesome.
1: And then I, I ended up actually going to a Mass Pirates game, which was wild. It was a, a very different sporting experience for me. It was awesome, though. And I was like, oh, damn, they really got some culture building out here. This is fire. And then I just reached out, said, yo, Jawad, let's make it happen. And now? You're here, man.
0: I'm back, man. I'm glad to be back too. Thank you for having me. It's, uh, you know, it's always good to come out here and and you know to be able to talk some pirates football and, and catch up.
1: So, quick question: can you, actually, can you just give us a quick synopsis of who you are and what you do? Just for um, now listening,
0: I'm just uh, a normal, normal fucking kid from Shrewsbury, Massachusetts. Uh, started uh, an arena football team out in the Worcester area called the Massachusetts Pirates. Uh, we. Play our, play our home games at the DCU Center. And, uh, you know, we get ready to kick off in April. You know, ready to go. Excited.
1: And Jawad just turned 30.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks uh, thanks for the reminder. <laughs> thanks for bringing it up, man. <laughs> yeah, we're getting old, man. I'm getting old. But, uh, you know, still feeling good. You know, ready to rock and roll.
1: Well, I remember t- Thomas in our last episode was like, as soon as you hit 30, man, you go, like, go to the library and like read a book. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Thomas is a different kind of 30, you know. Uh, I was going to
1: say 30 just like. It when growing up, like, do you remember adults at thirty? you're Like, damn, thirties mad old. Your twenties over, but it's way different now, isn't it?
0: I know. Well, I'm hearing thirties a new twenty, but you know, it's all the same to me. I, yeah, you know, I feel, I feel all right. You know, I'm still kicking, got a bunch of energy, so yeah, I'm not dead yet. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> Are you in the point in the season right now where like you just feel totally spread thin? It's like every hour, it's just something new.
0: Um. You know. I mean, what, what, what helps drive me is, uh, you know, the passion, you know, so, and every day I wake up, you know, some days you, you really don't feel like doing what you're doing, but, you know, that passion kicks in and, and, um, you know, that, that pressure, that, the expectations, um, you know, your pride, your pride's a motherfucker, you know, that, that kicks in and it drives you and, uh, you know, it keeps me going, you know, when, when you try to take it one day at a time and you think of all the stuff you got to do, you know, it could be a little overwhelming, but. Take it one day at a time, man. You're good to go.
1: You write stuff down, like you have lists and, like, you get lists done, or is it just, like, tons of shit you're just flinging at the wall?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, um, you know, obviously you try to prioritize what you got to do day in, day out. Um, You know, if certain things have certain deadlines that got to be met, then you focus on those and you try to hit all your deadlines and then you move on to the other things that, you know, might not be so urgent. So you try to get as much done as you can during the day, and then, you know, if you got time, you know, to – I'll move on to the next thing, so it's never-ending, but, you know, as long as you enjoy doing it, it's, uh, it's you know, it's easy.
1: Well, so one thing we had talked about last time is, like, you've always just, like, been a football head. Like, you played, you played in college, you played arena, and then it was, like, just a different sport for you when it started to come to business. Have you, like, started to feel a little more in love with it now, or is it still a grind for you cuz you're like dude i get so impatient in some of these meetings
0: yeah i mean uh you know it you know some things you know are you know there's a different tempo to them obviously when you're you know you're out in the field and you're watching your team compete you know and you're out you know you're out of practice you know watching them go at it you know it's up tempo it's nonstop, stop it's continuous it's you know and then you're meeting with a you know a potential sponsor you know, it's a little slower, you know, but I mean, you know, it's, uh, you know, you just try to attack every day, you know, hard, aggressive, and I, you know, I got an, I have an aggressive mentality, you know, with everything I do, and, uh, you know, I just try to put my best foot forward and, uh, you know, put the Pirates in the best position to succeed, you know, and, um, you know, we're growing, you know, there's been a gradual increase in attention, and, uh, you know, we've seen it on the sales side of things, and, uh, you know, on, on the, uh, you know, on everything, social media, you know, to our open workouts, you know, to, you know, just the attention, the incoming calls that we get, uh, you know, for ticket sales, sponsorships, all that good stuff. I mean, you know, just keep grinding, man, just like you, you know, you just got to keep grinding every every fucking day, you know.
1: Well, what are were some of your goals like with the team this year? You're like, all right, yo, like I'm the boss, I'm the CEO of this. If I could get one thing done with this team this year, what is it outside of winning?
0: Um, you took it right um, you know i want a championship yeah that's that's what i want you know that's that's you know my ultimate goal um but then on the other side of things i just want to see us um you know generate as much revenue as we can you know we have a goal that you know i'll keep to myself but you know uh just try to sell as much as we can grow the brand you know you're just growing your brand uh you know uh, just try to take things to a new height
1: so can i ask you a question i got like a I personally have a big project on my mind that I want to get done. And is there, was there ever a moment when you had initially acquired the team where you're like, yo, I'm in way over my head.
0: Shit. Well, I mean, well, that's why we never like, you know, not, you know, not to correct, but we never acquired it. You know, we started this thing from scratch. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there were times where it's like, you know, wow. I mean, the first year, First year was a motherfucker, you know, we didn't have, we didn't have an office until a month before the first game, you know, so you know Where our, were you doing uh, all your work? You know, out of the basement, my basement, my car on the phone. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, we'd meet we'd meet with people, you know, at tavern in the square in Shrewsbury. You know, that was our office for a little bit. So um, you know, and then we, we finally got an office and, and uh you know, dressed that thing up a little bit, you know, it looks good now and um, you know, we just grew from there. But you know, the thing with our business, you know, you know, with the mass pirates is it's one thing to start a business, but it's another thing to start a business and have people tell you, you need to have it done by, you know, April 4th, you know, April mm-hmm. 7th, you know, so stressful, as hell. you know, if you're starting, if you're open up, opening up a pizza shop or something like that, you know, there's really no, there is pressure to open up when you want to open up, but if you don't, so be it, you know, but we had no choice. We had to be ready to go April 7th. And that's, that's really what, you know, uh, it uh, puts the stress on you, but you know, we did it and uh you know, now we're going into year three. So
1: do you feel a little more poised now going to this year or is like your day to day still like holy shit, there's so much shit going on.
0: No, it's slowed down. You know, our staff has grown a lot. Uh what's
1: it, what's the new marketing guy's name? Is it Jesse?
0: Jesse, yeah. Jesse, the man was, Jesse he, Henninger. Jesse yeah.
1: was pumped on the phone. Yeah, he I got loves marketing. <laughs>
0: no, he uh he's got a bunch of enthusiasm. You know, people like that you know they make a big difference in your organization you know uh you know you know when you're running things you know telling people what to do takes effort it takes energy you know you know uh not just doing things but telling people what to do will drain the drain the shit out of you you know so having people that you don't necessarily need to tell what to do all the time you know they just go out get it done on their own or they have their own ideas that they share with you and and all that so uh it makes things easier you know Jesse's done a great job uh, but, you know, we got a staff you know, we got a, a, a big staff that, that does a fantastic job. You know, Brian Angiaconis, our director of operations, uh, you know, he's, he's been doing a great job since he came on board. And uh, what's,
1: what's his job? Because you're ultimately the, the sole operator, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I sign off on things, but, you know, Brian's in charge of, uh, you know, booking our travel, um, you know, booking our housing for our players. Uh, you know, a lot of the day-to-day stuff that we do, you know, I can't do it all myself. So I lean on Brian a lot to get that done. He's doing a fantastic job. Did he
1: hook it up with some fat Airbnbs? For this upcoming season,
0: uh, no, no, okay. you know, uh cost-wise, it doesn't make too much sense. Uh, but uh, holiday ins, is that what you guys are hitting? No, no, we uh, so we house our players right downtown, right? Well, here. I mean, on the away
1: games, where you guys stay? Oh,
0: oh, the away games. Oh, so the, the actually the home teams are in charge of, of booking our hotels.
1: For oh, okay, us, so. cool. So you guys do that for the other away teams that come to the DCU?
0: Yeah, when they fly into in a mass, uh, you know, we we take care of their hotels, but we we had a. You know, we we got some good partners as well that we lean on. Uh, Fairfield um, Inn and Suites by Marriott uh, in Auburn. You know, uh, was a good partner for us last year.
1: Complimentary uh, breakfast.
0: I'm not too sure. I Never stayed there. Okay. But they <laughs> real got, boss. They got a nice. Uh, they got a nice uh, hot tub, I hear, and, and pool and all that. So um, you know, <laughs> that's maybe this where we'll Meat Boy to, was
1: getting loose. After. Yeah.
0: You know, Meat Boy got loose a lot last year. <laughs> I, you know, unfortunately. You know, it is what it is. But yeah. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, you know, uh, you know, so, yeah, we certainly um, have a great staff, uh, you know, um, uh, Julia Burkhart, you know, our director of, uh, you know, Community Outreach. She does a fantastic job. Shout out Julia. She's graduating from Harvard this um, this May. So congrats to her. Undergrad or business school? Uh, Undergrad. Yeah. Yeah. So she does a good job. Um, Hustler. Full time student and
1: she works full time
0: yeah 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 she uh you know uh, i think class-wise her semester is a little easier this year uh this semester i mean but you know she she does a great job for us um you know Brittany, Brittany and i sit on our sales team she she's she's my bloodhound you know she uh she does an unbelievable job you know bringing in money for us and uh you know certainly glad to have her mike you know another marketing associate of ours and um Sam Gordon on the media side of things. I mean, you know, it, the staff's a lot bigger, so it's a lot easier on me now, uh, you know, on the day-to-day end. So.
1: so, right now, what's, like, the biggest revenue driver for the team? Is it, like, sponsorships or season tickets?
0: So, your uh, your top two revenue streams are sponsorships and ticket sales. And then you go down, you trickle down to, you know, concessions and merchandise. Um, But sponsorships and ticket sales are are the two big ones for us.
1: So when the off season starts, like the first thing you do, camera straight, slugs? Yeah. Okay, cool. I was just like. You were just doing your thing. You're getting (laughs) in the zone. Oh yeah, (laughs) She's in the zone. She's (laughs) in the zone.
0: Auto zone. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes, sir. So is the first thing you do in the off season, you say, all right, I'm going to go land some big sponsorships or all right, I got to go talk to my season ticket holders and go sell some more of those.
0: Well, um, so you know that's where your staff comes into play. So myself, uh, my father, um, Jesse, you know, we're we're more on the sponsorship side of things, and then you have your ticket office that you know begins renewals, um, you know, right away for season tickets, and then as time goes, you start pushing your three game plans, your group, your group tickets, Those um, packages. Yep, single game tickets just came out on Saturday, so. But uh, you know, as far as the business side goes, there is no off season. You know, it doesn't stop. You know, you're always constantly trying to sell, constantly trying to market, stay relevant. You know, during the off season, that's a big thing. Is is just staying out there, staying relevant. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's it, there is no off season on that side of things. You know, the football side, you do get a little break. Um, but you know, right after the season, um, you know, you get right back in recruiting. You took
1: a little vacation, though, didn't you? You went, you go to Santa Domingo or something. <laughs>
0: No, no, I visited family down in Costa Rica. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, you I, were
1: just visiting family. You didn't have any drinks down there, bro. No, I mean I had a <laughs> few drinks with them. You
0: know, we got we got a little rowdy down there. I had a good time. It's always good to see the family down there. You know, I try to go there once a year. So you, uh, you have your family Spanish? My mom's yeah. Oh, I didn't mom, even know that. My mom is from Costa Rica. So you speak yeah. Spanish? Uh, not as good as I w- I wish. Um, you understand yeah, no. it though? I understand a lot better than I speak it. But you know, it was a great trip. You know, it's summer down there. We'll dry season um you know it was great to see the family but yeah you know try to take one vacation a year try to time it the right way um but yeah you know it, it's it's never ending you know for sure it's never ending
1: so how do you deal with burnout because like that was something i faced like really bad probably in october where i was just like dude i'm so fu- i'm just burnt bro <laughs> every day like 16 hours a day you're trying to build your own thing it's like oh my god yeah i mean i can't even imagine what it's like for you because you're dealing with like a million moving parts
0: Uh, no i mean you know um
1: and don't be political on this one like you know what i mean like dude you must have like you wake up some days you're like oh my god i got so much shit i gotta (laughs) do
0: you know i mean especially during this time of the year you know you're as busy as you want to be you know when you're selling and marketing you're you're as busy as you want to be if if you want to suck you can take all the time off you want and 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 chill out and be fucking lazy and all that, so, but if you want to really get after it and try to really build something special, then, you know, uh, you just got to attack it every day, I mean, you try to find different, you know, motivating factors that keep you going, and that's what I try to do, uh, you know, there's, not everyone has good things to say about you and what you're doing and all that, so, you know, it definitely drives me, you know, going and trying to win a championship drives me, I mean, people are even shocked that we're even still around, you know, that shit drives me as well um I'm, so, yeah
1: i'm the same way like do you uh you get a lot of fuel from negativity oh yeah you know some not to pe- pay well some people some people are like fueled by like positive talk and positive action but i've always been kind of a dude that like hates like fueled me like crazy do you feel that way
0: yeah you know i'd rather hear the bad things than the good you know because you're definitely sick man me going. yeah i'm a sick fuck I know, so. <laughs> i'm no, the same uh, way dude <laughs> Like yeah, things you know, could
1: be great, but it's as soon as someone just like disparages me, or like I hear something, I'm like, all right, that's all I needed.
0: Yeah, you know, it's uh, you know, you read the newspaper articles out there, uh, you know, some some uh, what do you call them? Fucking A journalist. Uh, no, it's uh, someone who studies the economy. Or whatever and, and this Economist. That's what I thought this it was. <laughs> At a girl. You know, I uh I I was gonna say that but I didn't want to sound dumb, so I'm glad you confirmed that. But yeah, Economist uh in Worcester. I mean he he you know, says that we probably won't last too much longer and all this and that. I mean that little stuff like that, you know, definitely drives me. Um, you know, I've always been one to try to, you know, prove people wrong and and um, you know, I'm hard headed, I'm persistent, so you know, it's, it's kind of built in me, you know, I got a bunch of pride in myself and and my family, so, you know, I just got to keep going.
1: How important is having an ego in
0: your position? Um, you know, it's, it's important, you know, to have confidence in yourself, you know, because a lot of people, you know, feed off your energy, um, you know, so I try to stay as positive as I can, doesn't always work, you know, I'm human, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you know, uh, you know, having an ego. You know, having you, you confidence. You dude. definitely need it. But at the same time, you gotta know how to manage egos, because you know, uh, you know, when the season comes around and and you know the teams around. I mean, you're you're in a room full of egos. You know, there, there's uh, you know, about fifty different egos that you gotta. And a lot you know, of them are like ex
1: NFL players, so like they used to play at the highest, highest level with the highest teams. Yeah,
0: major college programs, all that. You know, you got guys coming from the SEC. You know, Alabama um you know georgia we got a bunch you know good amount of georgia guys uh oh we've had old miss we've had you know damn near every sec school you can think of um you know acc got a bunch of acc i mean you got a lot of major you know major college programs guys coming from those programs and and then you know they come to the mass pirates and you know we we you know i wish we had the uh the funding that you know the Ole miss rebels have you know with all their alumni and whatnot but we don't so you know it's just uh you know, kind of, you know, um, dealing with the the different needs and demands of, of some of these guys and dealing with the egos and, and all that, you know, it's a, it's a major part of it, you know, is handling personalities because, you know, there's 50 different personalities that you got to manage throughout a season, so that that's definitely, uh, you know, tricky, but, you know, you got to have confidence, you know, you got to have, you know, uh, you got to be strong, you know, because, uh, you know, everyone else, you know, feeds off it, so.
1: Has it been tough for you, especially when you recruit, when you're like a 30-year-old dude and you're recruiting like a 26-year-old dude and they're like, yeah, we're like the same age?
0: <laughs> I mean, when I started the team, I was 27. So uh, you were balling. I had players that were older than me, you know. Uh, I, I was younger than maybe a quarter of the players that we had on our team. So, you know, it was, um, you know, you you try to, you know, work hard and, and – um you know, find a way to to uh, you know, command respect from from the people that you know work for you and that you employ. Um,
1: no, no one was ever like, dude, you're like younger than me.
0: Yeah, I mean, they didn't come out and say it, but yeah, you know.
1: Um, you're like, dude, I'll fire you. Watch your mouth, man. You can man. tell
0: by the way, you know, <laughs> it was never like that, you know. But uh, you know, yeah, it's a different situation, you know. Most people in my position are a little older. Um, so being being younger in this kind of role. You know, isn't always the easiest thing. You know, whether it's you know on the field or on the business side of things. You know, as a twenty-seven-year-old trying to, you know, trying to sell sponsorships and and you know, uh, you know, persuade people to believe in your product and and spend money on you. You know, they, you know, they don't always necessarily take you serious either. You know, uh, so. You know, but you just got to keep doing you. Fuck it, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if you don't, then, you know, you, you know what the outcome is. If if, if you do keep doing you and, and keep going, then, you know, sky's the limit.
1: Where do you get, like, the most joy out of, like, the entire process? Like, what I actually, like, I, I'm sure being on the field in the games is, like, seeing all your work in fruition, like, is, like, the big high. And, like, right now you're in grind mode.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: do you also do you need a cup, by the way?
0: Oh, I'm cool. Okay. I, all right. I uh I got a problem. I don't really salvate anymore. So if you're a doctor out there, can you wow, really? tell me what I need to do to uh, you know, Yeah, get how back to how long you been I dipping was? for? Uh too long, unfortunately, yeah. yeah so I mean, you know, uh everyone's
1: got you know, a vice man
0: yeah you know everybody's got something they do this is mine unfortunately hopefully, what was it? hopefully i stopped soon though
1: i had asked you last time i was like yo were you like just drinking like 10 red bulls a day you're like no i wasn't drinking red bull i was drinking this drink what was it celsius Shout celsius celsius you were getting wired off that celsius um, boy
0: yeah yeah it was <laughs> uh you know they, they've been a partner of ours since we started um you know and, and they're fantastic you know it, it's a great drink um you know our players enjoy it uh you know, everybody enjoys it. I enjoy it. It's it's uh Is it like banging. Pirates energy? run on Celsius <laughs> or they have been for the past couple of years. So um have yeah. you ever had a bang? Um I have not. I have not Bruh. I tried to you know, I had to cut back on, on the uh the the caffeine yeah. you know, a little bit, you know. Uh you know, it was kinda getting me a little bit, so uh, you know, I'd cut back on it, but you know, I I don't drink coffee either, so it's really my only my only get up for the day. So
1: Bruh. A bang will end you. I drank when I felt drunk. I was so wired. Yeah. I started getting blotches on my skin. I was seeing stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm not <laughs> trying to, you know, be sitting in the office ripping my hair out. Yeah. Man, I'm so jacked up. Deadass. You know, I, I just need a little pick me up, you know, but, uh, but so, yeah. I, so no coffee, huh? No, I never, never liked the taste of it. Just, I don't know, man. I'm not a coffee guy, not a chocolate guy either. Some people are taken back by that, but just for some reason don't like it
1: where is your where is your family your dad's family from
0: uh well my father grew up in uh west africa sierra leone he's lebanese though um and then my mom grew up in costa rica
1: so like at a family meal would you have mediterranean food
0: yeah you know i, I would you know uh you know whether it's my grandmother making it or you know we're, we're at my uncle's house or something like that but she'll
1: make lebanese food
0: uh yeah she would yep yep uh um, what's
1: your favorite lebanese dish
0: because uh, I, I have spinach f- pies that's uh, yeah. a weakness of mine i love the spinach pies almost uh
1: well my friend is israeli so like the, the like eclectic makes the taste you have at his house is unbelievable have you ever been to pita over here
0: i have not no
1: bro I can't take you tonight because I gotta drive slugs back to Northeastern, but I will take you like in the next two weeks. Is unbelievable. I, I gotta give it a shot, man. Dude, give tell them to the sponsor so. the team, yeah, cater hey, the meals. We'll take it.
0: We'll take it. Hey, no, no <laughs> problem. Absolutely. So, but yeah, you know, growing up, you know, my mom. I mean, I had a lot of Latin cuisine as well, so you know, I had a, had a mixture of both for sure.
1: What sponsorship in the? in the off season where you like, yo, I really want to land this. Like this would be fire to have this associated with us. Cause we've started to work with other brands in the city too.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there's a few out there now that we're, you know, in the middle of negotiations on, uh, you know, that we would certainly be excited about. Uh, we did get a great partner this year in Sunwave gas and power. Uh, you know, they, they are a you know, electrical energy company, uh, you know, Gas and power company I, I i their people can speak on their product a little better than I can but um, but
1: they're cutting that check
0: yeah and, and in return you know it's a <laughs> yeah. two partnership um you know they they've certainly garnered some business from us, and um you know we uh you know we've added some nice marketing assets for them to benefit from, but you know great people uh you know certainly excited to be working with them and and uh you know couldn't be happier about that so
1: could you get sponsored by Gatorade? Is that possible? Uh, or
0: you know, Gatorade, they're uh, you know they're such a big brand that um, you know they have a lot of people trying to come after them. Um, you know, specifically, you know, the NBA and all that. I'm sure they already have deals with those people. But um, you know, if we were to partner up with them, it probably be more on a league level than on an individual team level. Yeah. Um, you know, they're just such a big brand that you know it's uh, you know. It's tough to get that on a on a team level. But a league level, who knows?
1: Well Adidas sponsors the whole league with jerseys, right? Were they Adidas uh, jerseys or?
0: Yeah, yeah. So they uh you know, they gave us a nice deal on, on jerseys and uh we get a kickback from what we spend. And um uh, yeah, you know, they've been they've been good to the league and uh, you know, we certainly enjoy rocking their products, so
1: Slugs. Any midway questions, man? Um so when you started the business, like, what's been your favorite moment or, like, best milestone that you can remember that you reached?
0: Um, you know, on the field, you know, uh, I'd say it was, you know, clinching the number one seed our first year. Um, you know, opening night was a cool scene, you know, uh, over 6,000 people at the game, and it was, it was kind of rocking. It was cool to see all the, all the work you put in just, you know, uh, come to effect on game day. Uh, a little, you know, something, you know, underrated that I think is one of the cooler moments that I've had is when uh, we have this little chant. It's like a heave-ho chant. So one side of the you know, you know, chant out heave and the other side oh. will chant out ho, you know. And, and uh, just to see, like, the fans, like, you know, get into it on, on that kind of level and uh, just to hear the chant, you know, it was cool. You know, it's it's cool to see, you know, uh, something that you started on. Um, you know be uh
1: like there's culture
0: yeah you know to to build a little culture to to uh you know grow the fan base you know seeing people walk down the street in a pirates jersey or a pirates t-shirt you know that's cool uh little things like that you know are are pretty cool to see uh but you know still got a long way to go got to keep grinding
1: slugs yeah. that was a fire question
0: thank you good question slugs absolutely
1: um so when we had re when we had done our first interview, I was like, yo, would you guys ever want to like shift out to Boston? And you were like, you might be like seeing us out here sometime soon. Would you still like to get that done? And I, if this is like a big business deal, you can't talk about like in the future, don't do it. But,
0: um, you know, certainly happy with where we're at. Uh, you know, I, we enjoy being a Whistler, you know, I grew up there, you know, uh, certainly familiar with all the people in the community and, uh, you know, certainly thankful for the community and all the support they've shown, you know, to, you know, you know, Boston is, the market's bigger, It it's so rich in sports culture. And, you know, it's, it's such an unbelievable market. I mean, you know, you know, whether we play a game or two here or there, or, you know, who knows, you know, you know, I wouldn't say it'd be a bad thing, you know, but, there's never been an arena football game played in, in the history of Boston. Uh, there's never been an arena team in Boston. Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, we'll see. But uh, you know, at the same time, I'm certainly happy with where we're at. Um, you know, certainly, you know, thankful for Worcester and all they've done for us, and uh, you know, uh, just glad to be there. But you know, uh, I'm here. I live for in sure. Boston now, and and uh, you know who who knows
1: it'd be sweet like slugs can you think of like a lot of your northeastern friends like oh my god there's an arena football game tonight we're going to get smacked and go watch these dudes like obliterate each <laughs> yeah, other definitely
0: <laughs> go yeah. get a little torn up go enjoy some football in the off season um yeah i mean the, the gardens a beautiful place you know i I'm a frequent visitor there growing up you know uh, i've been going there all my life so you know it, it would be uh you know it would be nice but you know I can only really focus on now and what's going on now and and I'm certainly happy to be in Worcester and, and we certainly love it there
1: was there would there be any other venues you could do in Boston besides the garden that could house you
0: um I mean the only one I could think of is aganis uh you know um
1: aganis is a great spot
0: it's yeah. so nice yeah it's a nice arena it's right, right off the
1: highway right on Com Ave.
0: you know uh yeah, I, I, you know, it's not too much I can say on that, you know. Yeah, I know what you're I, saying. I do. Uh,
1: like You, you said, have a whole fan base really in Worcester. West I get there. why you wouldn't want to say. No, nah,
0: but, we, <laughs> you know, the thing about us the thing about us, is different. The, the thing that we try to push is that, you know, we're the only team, we're the only arena team in New England. You know, we're only one of two arena teams in the whole Northeast. Uh, you know, we're the longest tenured arena team in mass history, but, so it's a unique product. It's There's not much of it out there, you know. So we try to harp on the fact that, you know, we're the only competitive football being played at that time of the year. Um, you know, and when we have fans from, you know, the Rhode Island area, the Connecticut area, you know, Central Mass, Western Mass. You know, we, we have a good, you know, uh, following in the Boston area as well. I mean, it's, you know, I, I live here in Boston. I work in Worcester. It's, it's not a bad ride. Do you
1: like shipping out there? Like... Do you just do like phone calls? It's like a 45 50 minute drive yeah, here. It's
0: or? quick, you know. It's you know, right quick in the, the Maserati,
1: way. baby. Oh. <laughs> he wrote, he rolled up in a whip.
0: Oh, no, no, <laughs> just uh, you know, quick, quick ride down the mass pipe. You know, it's it's uh, you know, it's not bad, man. Shit, you know, we've had some you know great season ticket holders from the Boston area, and, and um, uh, you know, we'll, we'll certainly continue to market out here and try to continue to build that fan base out here, so. We are the Mass Pirates. We're not the Worcester Pirates.
1: we are not the Boston Pirates either, right?
0: Yeah, we're we're all at Mass, you know. So,
1: who chose the the name of the team? Was it you? Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What was like the what were you choosing between Pirates and what else? I love the Pirates logo. What I think the, the colors have. are sweet. Yeah, the colors are dope. Colors I mean, are sweet.
0: I absolutely love it. Um, but yeah, it was Pirates. I believe Blizzard.
1: Um, mass Blizzard or Boston Blizzard. Uh.
0: The, there was a little you know uh potential for a boss and in there um, yeah well, what were the other ones man? We were looking at the lions with, uh, fuck. the bears, the bears uh there's a bunch of different ones, but the only one that really made like the Bobcats was one of them, I believe uh that wouldn't
1: made sense though
0: yeah, I know I mean uh the only one that makes like historical sense is the pirates, you know, there is a pirate museum in Salem. Um, you know, pirates are pretty prominent in New England back in the day. Were they? I guess they used to negotiate deals with the government and all that. But I mean, we're right on the water. You know, it's uh, you know, pirates were certainly around, and you're right Sierra, near the Quabbin uh, Reservoir. Uh, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> the pirate ships in the <laughs> yeah. reservoir. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, you know, they were around. You know, obviously we weren't around then, but you know, they were around back in the day, and uh, they do have some history here in Massachusetts and New England. So, uh, we just roll with the pirates.
1: The jerseys are fire you gotta see the jerseys, slugs
0: i saw them when we were i was I looking at the you. website before you we got here <laughs> i saw them they're <laughs> yeah, sweet no, they, they are, are. Did,
1: you, did you do new looks this year like any
0: so last year we introduced the all gold so we got the uh navy we got the oh no white. do you have
1: a picture of that on your phone yeah yeah
0: absolutely
1: i'd love to see that
0: yeah we got the all golds here uh, one sec let me do this for you too we're introducing a new color helmet um so, yeah, you know, we're, we're trying to be as swagged out as we can, you know, we try to be the most swagged out arena team uh, in the country, you know, uh, kind of similar to what Oregon does, you know. Um, but, yeah, you know, we try to have fun with it. The guys mm-hmm. enjoy it and all that. So, um, so yeah, this is what the gold one looks like.
1: Yeah, those are sweet. And the teal helmet's major. Can you hold that off of slugs? Oh, that is nice.
0: <laughs> yeah Major. we're uh we're only one of two teams with with our colored uh teal helmet it's us and the dolphins um so it's a rare color um but yeah uh, we've gotten a lot of positive feedback on it so
1: so i saw that you so you did a patrick passes coaching the team this year
0: yeah good old p pass yep
1: was that dope for you like as a pass fan growing up you're like damn
0: yeah, you know, I, I mean, you he know, he's a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, I knew of him obviously growing up. You know, obviously watching the Pats, and uh, you know, but the thing is, most people don't know he's been with us since day one. You know, he's just been behind the scenes, um, you know, and in an advisory role, he's he's helped me out when I've had certain you know questions and uh, you know looking for certain guidance on certain things. So you know, he's certainly been around since day one, and. Uh, You know, this year I just wanted him to take that next step and uh, take on a more prominent role, and he was receptive to it. So, um, you know, certainly glad to have him as our coach. You know, the guys are going to respect him. Um, You know, his coaching staff will certainly respect him, and, uh, you know, I think he'll do a great job.
1: Was that, like, a dope moment for you? like, damn, like, I grew up as a Pats fan, and now I'm, like, working directly with a Patriots player. Like, this is sweet. Like, I had a moment recently, I had a – the Boston trucker came up on the show and he's come up here a couple of times. He's like a, a really nice dude. He's a like a content creator. But in college I would always watch his videos. And so then I like finally like saw him in person. He came on the show. I was like, damn, this is like kind of surreal. It's weird. It's
0: cool. Yeah. No, I mean, uh you know, it, it's, uh, you know, cool in the sense that, yeah, you know, I, I am a fan of the Patriots and he did play for them. But, you know, at the same time, you know, we're working together and, uh, you know, He's he's Pat, you know, that that's Pat. So, you know, uh you know, he you know at first it was like, Oh, Patrick Pass, you know, that's cool, you know, great to have him on, you know, helping us. He provides, you know, tremendous insight from his past experiences, but you know, we got a job to do and uh, you know, we that's all we're focused on, is is doing the job that we gotta do and uh you know, it's you know certainly glad to have him. Yeah, I feel you so again
1: not not trying to disparage anybody but is it is it common practice to cycle through head coaches in the arena or is it just like oh, that's probably just the way not <laughs> i was just no just, no
0: okay. it's, it's probably not but um
1: because you're only this is the third coach right
0: yeah yeah um you know uh we never miss the playoffs you know got got a 630 something winning percentage um you know but uh yeah i mean uh you know the talent's always going to be there cuz I'm bringing it in mm-hmm. so <laughs> no, i'm fucking kidding <laughs> but i'm serious um, <laughs> but yeah so uh no i mean you know uh you know both coaches before were were awesome you know fantastic um
1: but you want to win the chip
0: yeah you know and and um who's to say we couldn't with those coaches you know they they're fantastic people fantastic coaches you know i just uh, saw an opportunity to bring pat on board as as the uh you know head coach and, you know now now he is our our coach and uh you know I couldn't be any more happier so.
1: so if this dude loses is he getting fired? No. <laughs> is that how it works? No, it's not like that, you oh, know good. And, uh is that t- is firing people tough for you?
0: Um yeah, I mean it's not easy, you know. It's hard, dude. Especially, you know, people, you know, you have uh, previous relationships with uh or friendships um you know uh even players, you know, cutting players and all, it's not easy, you know, uh, but it's part of the job. You know, you got to do it. There's no way around it. You know, you you only have so many spots on the roster. You know, you only have so many jobs to hand out. You know, uh, sometimes, you know, you feel like if you don't hire everybody and pay a million dollars, you're a bad person. You know, so, um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's definitely not easy. It's not enjoyable, uh, but obviously it's, it's uh, you know, part of the job.
1: Do you have, like, a strategy for firing people? Like, you're just like, all right, it's going to be over. It's going to be over. I don't want to think about it.
0: No, I mean, you try to be as professional as you can. Uh, Some situations are different than others. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, you got to do it. So you just got to get it done. How the fuck you got to do it, you got to
1: do it. So So, this season, like, you desperately want to grab the chip right yeah, absolutely so when it's the off season right and you're like all right well our team kind of has like some weak points here we could improve here how do you find some of the talent that you find because some of them have been out of commission for some time they've been playing do you talk to their agents or
0: um well uh you know the day that the you know the day that we live in now you know social media is huge so uh you know especially the guys that we're recruiting um you know they're in that social media generation where everybody's got an instagram everybody's got a facebook um but how i do it you know there's specific lists that i uh target you know transaction lists you know whether it be um you know nfl mini camps uh training camp rosters uh, cfl transaction lists xfl transaction lists um, you know i i try to attack all those transaction lists identify who's a free agent who's not and then from there, I identify the players that I'm, you know, interested in. I uh, prioritize them, you know, and then I uh, I reach out to them on on Instagram. You yeah, them in the DM. Yeah, honestly. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, you know. We. I've, it works though. Yeah, I've, you know, gotten you know the majority of my players that way. Uh, wow. It's um. You know, I mean, we don't have the resources that the Patriots do or the NFL does. You know, I don't I can't be flying down and visiting all these guys in their homes and sitting down with them and talking to them. So, you know, uh, social media has been huge for me, you know, um, just reaching out to to all our guys, you know, um, you hit him with that
1: pirate emoji. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, I, I haven't used it too much. Parts emoji question mark. You know, I got a, uh, I got a message that I send out to the guys that we're interested in, and then from there we'll, you know, we'll take it from there. But yeah, I DM most of the guys that we sign, and and uh, you know, talk to them over Instagram, and then we exchange contact information and go from there. Obviously, there's instances where yeah. I, I deal with agents, and yeah. and um, in that way. But yeah, I mean, you know, social media is a powerful tool. It, it's a it's great, wild. you know, it's it's unbelievable. The you know, the the type of communication you can have on there and, and um, you know, uh, just being able to, to get a hold of, of certain people and all that, you know, so, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I DM, I DM most of the players that I have.
1: Do you gauge, um, I mean, because you're in this, like, tunnel focus, like, yo, we got to go catch some W's. Do you ever gauge the character of the people you're signing or are you going talent first most time?
0: No, I mean, um, you know, you certainly do some research on, on their backgrounds um you know at the same time you know our our platform is you know a second chance for these guys so um you know just you know just because someone might have gotten in trouble you know before or back in the day we don't necessarily turn our eye to them um you know depending on the severity of it and all that and you know I talk to these guys obviously before I sign them I you know I get a you know I get a vibe for for who they are um you know before we bring them on board you know and then you know, sometimes, you know, you just really don't know till they get here, and then uh, you have to deal with it from there. Like I said, you know, I I don't have all the resources that, you know, these major leagues do where I can um, – I fuck
1: with it so heavy, though, because you're, like, still – you got a team, but you're still scrapping. It's fire. Uh, yeah,
0: we're scrapping, dude, yeah. <laughs> it's fire. Yeah, you know, you got to, you know, find a way to get it done any, by any means necessary if that's, you know, DMing guys. Well, you're mad resourceful, like, dude. Yeah, uh, try, try to use what you can, you know, but um, – yeah, you know, like I said, you know, you don't really know exactly what you got till it gets here, you know, a lot of the time, and, uh, you know, you're just going off of, um, uh, you know, references, whether it be players that have played with these guys before that you know, or, uh, any kind of personal contacts you have with them, or you just go off your gut feeling, or, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of what I go off of is the film, you know, and, uh, you know, if I like what I see on film, then, um, you know, uh, We'll go from there and mm-hmm. then evaluate the character. And, uh, you know, if it's suitable for what we're looking for, we'll bring them in. And then, um, you know, once they're here, we'll get a true, you know, look at who they are and and what they can do. And then from there we'll make decisions. And, uh, you know, we'll either be happy or we'll look elsewhere.
1: Is that white dude still going to be quarterback this year? Breezy. He's
0: one of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, you know, we got two. Dude was kind of swag. I like the way he played, bro. He got some swagger too. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's uh. You know, definitely got the swag to him, you know, that that's uh you know, he's a good friend of mine. I care about him a lot. Um, you know, he's done some great things for us. Um, you know, but we have two fantastic quarterbacks, you know, uh Alejandro Benefield, who was with us last year as a rookie, and then uh, you know, we got Breezy back, Sean Brackett. Um, you know, I'm I'm extremely comfortable with the both of them and, and think that the both of them could do some great things for us. So um, you know, certainly happy with that group.
1: Grown up, did you ever play uh, backyard baseball or football?
0: Oh yeah, man, we played everything. We played freaking. <laughs> no, no, I
1: don't mean like in your backyard. You remember the computer game? Do you ever play backyard? Oh, soccer? Oh, 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 backyard yeah, baseball yeah, yeah. like Pablo Sanchez? Yeah, a little bit.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Yep. I
1: was yep. gonna say that. Like, I bet starting a team is kind of like that. It's like you. Oh shit! I got an empty canvas. I got to go make sure I like I choose the best possible players.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do remember that game. It was pretty fun, but um, but yeah, you know, it's uh. Uh, when you know especially that first day of practice you know when you're looking out there and you're actually seeing you're like what have what i you created <laughs> no. it's like damn you know it's 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 pretty cool but then you know real life you know kicks in and then you know you really gotta you know evaluate what you have and, and project whether or not you think it's it's what you want moving forward
1: are you in like constant fear mode like are you, are you like constantly have like a tick on your shoulder like fuck i'm like never gonna be comfortable like i'm never gonna be settled
0: uh, I mean shit You know you're always looking For ways to get better You know You, you, you don't No I just start. mean like
1: you though In your day to day Are you like Is there constantly A level of like anxiety
0: Uh, Year one I was filled with anxiety You know I uh, You know I uh Put on weight I was freaking stressed I was you know Suffering anxiety attacks I was You know A nervous wreck man I was 27 in charge of a Multi-million dollar operation And, and Most people don't know Is that you know, I didn't have much work experience before this, so it was really just thrown into the fire. Kind of my first venture and uh, you know, all hustle, I'll you know, uh I, I gave everything I had to this and um you know, I still do, you know. So
1: Dude, I couldn't even imagine. You probably like after that first year, you're probably totally just a different dude.
0: Yeah, I had to lose some weight. I had to get I had to start focusing on my health. You know, one thing I did was I put everything to the side and I put everything to the side. My personal life my health, you know, everything, you know. The only thing I gave a fuck about was mass pirates. We You're obsessed. You know, yeah. that was it. You know, I didn't care about shit else. So um you know, but you know, I'm kinda getting back to myself now and, and uh like I mentioned before, I have a fantastic staff, you know, uh that works for us and, and you know, they do a great job. I lean on them and um, you know, vice versa. So
1: Do you still do you have balance? I like I don't. We were talking about this last night out of writer from the boston globe up here and he was talking about like balance i was like bro but you like if you're building your own thing for yourself that's just not how it works it's the only thing on your mind dude
0: yeah yeah i mean it depends on what you consider balance you know i guess everyone's different measurement for balance is is their own and what they feel comfortable with might be good for them but um you know i you know i i do uh you know like you said i mean i'm sure like you you know you were doing this you know you're obsessed you know it's an obsession so um you're fine with it i'm cool with being obsessed with the pirates you know i'm sure you're cool with being obsessed with with your podcast and um you know i uh you know i i wouldn't trade it you know i you know do i do i you know speak to all the people i used to speak to before as much as i do you know now no um you know, a person life certainly taking a hit. Uh, but, you know, th- that's just growing up, you know, and um, it is what it is.
1: <laughs> slugs, any questions?
0: Yeah, I do have Hit one. me with one, Slugs.
1: Here we go, Slugs with the okay. haymaker. So, uh, I wasn't here for the last episode, so just, like, some background knowledge for me. Um, How did you start this? Like, were you like, I want an arena football team, or was someone like, hey— you should make an arena football team like how did this come to fruition
0: um a lot of the the mentality behind it was that um i wanted to control my future i wanted to control my situation like i i just bet on me you know i I wanted to i wanted my future to be in my hands you know i wanted to dictate you know
1: you want to be your own boss
0: yeah but i wanted to be in a situation where I know I, you know, had a chance to succeed, you know, not you're not necessarily always in that position. You know, someone else might dictate, you know, what your future might turn out to be, or or what your job is like. You know, I wanted to determine all that for myself. You know, um, in the past, I might not have been in some of the best situations, and and I just wanted to create uh, an environment where I had a chance to succeed, and I wanted it. You know, I wanted to control my future, so. That was really the mentality behind it. You know, I'm from, like I mentioned, I grew up in the West area. I'm very familiar with the arena that we play in. Um, you're very familiar with the community. So it was, it was a comfortable transition. Uh, we had to connect with the league. So uh, had to get vetted as owners, you know, go through that whole process, got accepted in the league as an ownership group. And then from there, you know, we had to lock down the arena lease. And then from there, um, you know, work on your insurance, uh, on the medical aspect of things, and then a lot of the day-to-day and the selling and the marketing that you know we do now. Um, you know, putting the team together, the coaching staff together, the you know athletic trainers together, uh, getting the chiropractic deal, team suits deal, PT deal. I mean, uh, you know, getting it all set up, getting the jerseys, the equipment they use uh finding Doing a practice interviews. field you know coming coming through somerville and hanging out mm-hmm. with connor here you know all that good stuff so uh,
1: i think your hair was long last time
0: yeah it might have been where'd you little, get this job it's nice a little, bro a little scruffy uh uh um the fuck's in it it looks like
1: feathered you look like jawad like the man
0: no no i just <laughs> got this haircut saturday i was real scruffy before that oh i had to clean up um yeah, shit, what was it? Where uh, do you live,
1: southeast, south end?
0: I live right outside of Chinatown, right uh, right by South Station.
1: Whoa, so right. like fi- financial district.
0: Yeah, in that area, yep. yep. Oh, word, okay, Still. we should rob them. Yeah, come through. <laughs> come through. Our security guys are pretty tough. Oh, at the, uh, word, okay. At the desk, so it might be a little hard to get past that.
1: Um, okay, so one more question. Like in one, you enjoying yourself? Fucking love it. Okay, word. Like for anybody else who wants to build a business for them, like you built such an extreme business for yourself. It's like totally out there from like anything I've ever heard in my life. We still got a long way to go. Yeah, I know. I totally, but like you've started, like you're moving. What recommendations would you give to someone who's on the fence about starting something they're passionate about in their twenties?
0: Um, make sure you're not on the fence, (laughs) you know, uh, don't don't be on the fence. If you're gonna do it, you gotta you gotta be all all in. You know you gotta have two feet over that fence. You gotta be completely over that fence. You can't be on the fence. You can't be anywhere near the fence. You gotta be completely sold on what you're doing. Um, you gotta completely believe in what you're doing. You gotta believe in the product because uh, you know you can't sell something you don't believe in. So my my main advice is is to not be on the fence. Be over that motherfucker. Be on the other side of that fence. You know. It, if you're on the fence, if you're, you know, debating whether or not you should do it, if you're not sure, then, you know, I wouldn't do it. But if you're fully, you know, if you're, if you're fully sold and, and you know, you're all about it and, and you're all bought in, then, you know, go do your thing because, you know, you'll need all the motivation and hustle you can, you know, find, you know, inside you. So, you know, uh, if you're not completely sold on what you're doing, I wouldn't do it.
1: Do you ever question your decision like are, you, are there ever moments where you're like damn bro like i just like the last three years of my 20s i just like didn't i wasn't talking to shorties as much i was <laughs> what's well, the truth like, like i wasn't talking to shorties as much i i wasn't going out and booze and i couldn't party like do you ever have moments like that
0: uh i mean you know i, I find joy in this and uh, you know you still find time to have you know enjoy yourself uh you know, there' there's times where you can You know, find time To to be you, you know, cause Obviously, you know, you, you do need that time Um But nah, I mean, you know, shit man I, I, I just, I enjoy You know, what I do, so Nah, I really don't have too many of those moments You know
1: Well man, I'm a Pirates fan for life, dog
0: Shit man, <laughs> I'm I'm uh, you know, I appreciate you Having me, I appreciate the support, you know I appreciate you coming through the game, checking it out You know, appreciate you having me on here to just talk about what we got going on. Quick know?
1: question. I was supposed to preface this. Do you have any openings for a video editor? Because we have an editor who I'm going to send this to who's like fascinated by sports videography. And I was like, yo, bro, I'm going to ask you a lot for you, dog. Don't worry.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're always trying to build our media team, you know. And uh, a lot of what we do, a lot of what we pitch to, um, you know, prospective employees or interns for us is that, you know, we try to, sell the opportunity you know there's not many opportunities in sports to to really get involved like that um uh, you know we just try to find young hungry people that are trying to you know build their resume and and you know make it you know in their in their own respective industries so make sure you make tell them to hit us up you know hit, tell up them to hit us up uh hit up jesse or hit up our contact email contact at mass and, um, you know, we'll certainly get it in the right hands from there. Yeah,
1: I'll do um, an, I'll do any. E- we'll get an email pulled together.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know, they Give me his contact info and we'll have somebody reach out to him. You know, that. that's something, you know, we can never get, you know, too much content, you know, uh, and, you know, video hashtag editing, value video. content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, who's you your know.
1: favorite Instagram account right now you're following?
0: Oh, uh, shit. Who?
1: Dude, dude, do you have like, is this Paul Revere's phone, bro? And I see your Instagrams. It's like mad, like grainy footage. Is it? Yeah. Who's ours? Your, no, not the pirates. Yours.
0: My own personal yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is. Uh, shout out galaxy shout out to <laughs> you don't want to get the iphone bro no man i was i was close to the transition uh last year but i, I just couldn't pull the trigger i've been an android for life
1: but you were on the fence i was oh. on the fence so i didn't couldn't do get it. over the fence exactly, exactly. <laughs> i
0: was not over the fence so i didn't do it you're damn right <laughs> dude you'll love the iphone just try it ah uh, i know man i just i don't know I, i'm so loyal to, uh, Galaxy. I know. Hey, this is a great phone though. You <laughs> can do a lot of shit on here. You know, I, you know, I've done a lot of shit on this phone, so you know, I'm uh, certainly loyal to it.
1: Is it? Is anyone ever pissed? Because like every time, like, like even when I was texting you, like all the texts were green.
0: I hear that. I hear that a lot. I mean, is it more than just my text being a different color, or is it actually? I think people are just or? like, what the
1: fuck is this guy's problem? <laughs> I know. Some
0: people get like, <laughs> like, is that Paul Revere's phone? Frustrated. Man? It's like. Dude, like I don't even want to talk to you. I've an Android. I'm like, what the fuck do you want me to do? It's a phone, shit. And man.
1: you're like, dude, you're fired then.
0: No, no, man, I'm not like that, shit. You know, but uh, we 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 encourage all different types of phones. We don't discriminate against phones. You know, uh, tell Galaxy
1: to hook it up with the sponsorship. That'd be
0: fire. That'd be fantastic. That'd be lovely. Um, that'd be huge. But certainly, uh, certainly happy with my Note Nine. Maybe we'll be upgrading, uh, soon.
1: But dude, I still think BlackBerry would be a sweet business phone. Don't you like yeah. just type quick? Like you feel the keys. It's like fast. Put it in your pocket.
0: Yeah, black bear is cool. I remember the razors. You know, had a had a good thing going what, for a little bit. What
1: color do you have the razor?
0: Um, fuck, I have. I had a black one. Oh shit, you were black that dude. One. Yeah, <laughs> all the shorties black. loved you, bro. Just fucking all <laughs> black. You know, just never never changes. So, uh, yeah, I like my classical black. You know, I like that. I color. like
1: that. Yeah, I had a gold razor.
0: Yeah, you were, you were fancy. <laughs>
1: now we got the golden deer, baby. Whoa. <laughs> okay, so this is how we start and end the episode. You say, hi, I'm blank, your name, and this is my golden hour. Directly after, no break, hi, your name, and that was my golden hour. So it's this is, then that was. All right. Um, and slugs, If
0: you have fun? Yeah. Sweet. Glad to, you know, mm-hmm. glad to hear that. <laughs> so. Glad we entertained you, dude. <laughs> um, so, hi, my name is Jawadi Team, and this is my golden hour. Hi, my name is Jawadi Team, and this was my golden hour.
1: Blew it, blew it, blew it, Jawad. What the fuck? This is, that was.
0: That was. You okay, got it. Okay, okay. <laughs> hi, my name is Jawadi Team, and this is my golden hour. Hi, my name is Jawadi Team. Not even it was your name, not I even know, I, the I sentence. Know, I fucked that up. <laughs> this is my last one. I got it. Hi, my name is Jawadi Team, and this is my golden hour. Hi, my name is Jawadi Team, and that was my golden hour. Well
1: executed, man. Yes, sir. Slugs, let us know when we're we're good to go.